0: What is up heckling fandom? It is your favorite host, J.J. Leplant here. Uh, coming to you bright and early from Central Standard Time. Uh, Ron Seymour unavailable tonight. I think he forgot that he founded the show, but I'm here to save the day and give you guys the best advice on waiver wires. So here comes garbage time. Oh, and if you're wondering why I am a comic book character, it's because I'm the hero and I'm saving the day. And no one's here to stop me. So, what is up, heckling fandom? Like I said, it's me, Solo, today, so I'm here to bring you today's NFL news and to cover the hot names on the waiver wire this week and maybe give you some guys that some other people haven't talked about yet. So with that, let's get into the news. news updates. Not a whole lot of news today, guys, as we covered most of it yesterday. Um, But a couple items have flared up today. Um, One being Ben Roethlisberger has landed on the injury report. Um, I believe it's a pec injury, so he's questionable to play this week. Um, Big Ben's your starter. I apologize. We'll get to some names here coming up on the waiver section. Um, But obviously he has not looked good. The Steelers have not looked good. So, you know, Big Ben's always on the injury report every year. So maybe this is a sign of normalcy and uh, maybe he'll start playing better. But until then, I would consider other options for sure. If he doesn't play, I'd assume it would be Mason Rudolph and uh, potentially a Dwayne Haskins appearance. I believe he's their three, but maybe in a dynasty league, it could be a sneaky ad. Who knows? Maybe he'll come in and throw deep balls at Chase Claypool and take the job from Ben, but who knows? Either way, uh, is banged up. Uh, second piece of news, the Green Bay Packers have released Jay Sternberger, Berger, Berger, uh, am I saying that right? Uh, Mr. Griffin, I'm not quite sure how to say this. Jay Sternberger, Berger, Berger, uh, uh, so he has been cut. He was serving a suspension, uh, busted with PEDs. He was suspended, I believe, the first two games of the season, and it looks like the Packers are not going to invite him back to be on the roster, so he is now a free agent. Um potentially you had him in deeper dynasty leagues but obviously in your standard leagues he's somebody that you weren't really rostering so not that big of news so that's really uh that's really all i had today for the news so with that we can roll into the waiver wires waiver wires waiver wire pickups um that may be good for you so let's go Guys, so let's get into these waiver wires. I don't... Waiver wire pickups? I I don't know why I keep messing that up. Anyhow, um, I think everyone's consensus number one waiver wire this week is probably going to be Tony Pollard. He's looked fantastic the first couple weeks of the season. Obviously has uh, Zeke owners pretty annoyed, myself included. I have Zeke, I think, in three leagues this year. So uh, not the uh, Tony Pollard involvement that I was... uh, looking for and some people are saying oh it's okay Zeke's still getting touches he's getting touches but he's not getting those 20-25 carry five reception games anymore with Pollard coming in and if you remember Mike McCarthy coach of the Packers who for years kept Aaron Jones on the shelf while Jamal Williams vultured carries and touchdowns so um kind of frustrating but Again, Zeke cannot be taken out of that role with his contract. He is guaranteed a lot of money for the next two to three years, so they have to use him. So he's going to stay in the lineup. Uh, Obviously, his ceiling is now capped, though, and Pollard has looked fantastic catching and running the ball. Looked very explosive, as pretty much every fantasy show has said, so I don't really need to get into this very much. If he's available in your leagues, go ahead and put a claim in for him if you got the one spot. If you don't, you're probably not going to get him. If you have the one or two, the next guy on the list is obviously Rondale Moore. Um, If you didn't watch the Cardinals game, you should. He looked fantastic. Kyler Murray, obviously really trusts him. He out-targeted DeAndre Hopkins this past week. He has more targets. I said this yesterday, but he has more targets and more yards than DeAndre Hopkins. Looks explosive. Looks like Tyreek Hill 2.0 there in Arizona. So they've gotten to a couple shootouts early in the year. Look for him to continue to shine in those uh, offensive matchups. So it's going to be tough to get him. He's going to be up there with Pollard at the top. So if you can't get him, uh, it's tough. But he's going to be a great pickup for you this year. I, I definitely see uh, a 1,000-yard season incoming for him. A.J. Green, he looks like the savvy veteran, but more just looks fantastic. Um, Third guy on the list, Joe touched on him a little bit yesterday. Um maybe it was the last episode, but K.J. Osborne um, had a big splash play for the Vikings. It was like their first passing play of the game. Caught a deep ball up the sideline, and wasn't that deep actually. He did a lot of, there was a lot of yak in that play, so he looks really fast and explosive, looks like a promising player. The Vikings aren't really using their tight ends very much. Um, Conklin has got a little bit of action, but with Irv Smith out, Osborne really has appeared to be that Number three, receiver. Now, he's not a guy that I'm going to roll out every week and start as my wide receiver, too. But if you're in a bind with bye weeks, which are right around the corner, believe it or not, in a couple weeks here, um, he could potentially be a good filler. It'll be interesting to see what they do in their next couple games. I think they play Seattle, and uh, I can't remember if they play week four, but I believe it's a pretty favorable offensive matchup. So um, just keep an eye out on him and get a in on him. If you have somebody to drop, maybe Trey Sermon. um, If you're ready to give up on Callaway, a couple guys that uh, have disappointed early so far this year that maybe you want to drop. He's an interesting name. Um, So I want to get into the quarterbacks next. Um, I touched on Ben's injury, and I'm not sure how rostered he is. Someone in the league probably has him, but um, he has not looked good. Neither has Baker Mayfield. He's just Doesn't get enough volume passing uh, with Chubb and Hunt there. Um, And Matt Ryan has got off to a slow start. So those are three names that probably got drafted as uh, quarterback two in your league or maybe a fringe last QB one. But um, if you're giving up on those guys or they're on your roster, there's three guys that kind of have emerged this year and up towards the top of fantasy points this year. That's Daniel Jones, shout out Ron, who is QB four in fantasy right now. Uh, Derek Carr, and Kirk Cousins. So those three have all got off to hot starts. Um, Carr is thrown for 800 yards, which is insane in his first two weeks. So if he's available in your league and you got somebody like Ben or Matt Ryan and m- maybe coupled with Trey Lance and Fields, swap them out for these guys because they, uh, they're slinging it right now. And the Vikings are throwing the ball more than people thought they would, Ron. So, uh, Ron, who also said that, uh, Justin Jefferson wasn't going to get volume because I'm not going to get into it, but another story, but, uh, yeah, these guys are slinging the ball and look to replace some of those guys that maybe you got off to a slow start if they're still available in your league. Um, another quarterback, uh, I'd like to discuss. I know he's, uh, I'm obviously talking about Justin Fields. Um, unless he's, uh, on someone's roster in your league, which he probably is, I think ownership across most platforms, most fantasy platforms is around like 70%. But if he's available, I'm telling you, this kid can be good. Um, I know the stat line didn't show much. I talked about this last night. The stat line didn't show a whole lot um, for Sunday, but there was a lot of throws that were just there. We had a, two drop touchdowns by Allen Robinson. Um we had the uh, comeback route by Goodwin. I'm not going to get into the whole story of the game, but there were a lot more points on the board that he should have had. He's playing Cleveland this Sunday, and um, th- there's no way that Dalton's going to play. I'm just calling it now. You're not going to play with, with a bone bruise a uh, week after you get it. Uh, every medical expert that has talked on it has said there's no way Dalton's going to play. So Fields is going to start this game. Um Another interesting point, he's only 5200 bucks on uh, DraftKings this week, so his floor is obviously a little bit higher with his rushing ability, and I would not be shocked if he threw a couple in and ran one in on the Browns. Um, I think it's going to be a closer game than people think. The Browns have a, are 7.5-point favorites, and everyone's saying, look at this asshole with a Devin Hester jersey and wearing all Bears gear, talking about how good the Bears are, but I think the game's going to be tighter with uh, all the injuries that Cleveland has on their receiving core and may feel dislocated his shoulder. So um, they're definitely not hundred percent offensively. This could be a, a back and forth game and fields could be a, a very viable option. If you're in the jam quarterback wise um, and potentially on DFS, as I mentioned, so just another name to look out for. Um, Rolling into some of the other running backs that could be out there in your league, Kenny Gainwell has clearly established established himself as a number two in Philly behind um, Miles Sanders, and he's looked pretty good. Um, Congrats if you get him in Dynasty League. I think he's going to have a a role with Philly for a while, Um, and Sanders is, you know, he likes to get hurt, so... You know he could be a great filling guy playing with Hurts. I, I think the two have a pretty good chemistry, so uh, th- that's just something to keep an eye on. He should be rostered if you don't if you don't have him. Um, Elijah Moore, shout out to Joe for the Jets. Um, he got a little more involved this week. I think he had surpassed four. He had around four or five catches, uh, forty plus yards and a terrible game by Zach Wilson. Um, their chemistry was clicking early in camp. And that was reported, and unfortunately, Elijah Moore got hurt. But uh, I think he's getting back into the swing of things. And if teams are going to treat Corey Davis like the one and put their big guys on him and um, lock him down, you know that's going to present more opportunity for Elijah Moore. Though Jameson Crowder is still lingering around, but I, I think uh, I think more as the season goes on, his production is going to tick up. Um, another name: uh, Alexander Madison because Delvin Cook is uh I'm just kidding but I don't have Ron's glass sound but um yeah so I don't know what Delvin Cook's deal is I I think he's going to play um but if you're a Delvin Cook owner and you don't have Alexander Madison last week is a perfect example of why you should have the handcuff for him he usually misses game or a game or games every season so he should be, uh, you, you definitely should have him cuffed up. And if uh, you're struggling at running back and you have an open roster spot, grab Alexander Madison because at some point this season, I'm I'm not going to guarantee it, but I can pretty much guarantee that uh, Delvin Cook's going to miss a game. So just a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, another name, former Bear Cordero Patterson, uh, clearly has established a role on this, on this Falcons team as the pass catching back for them. Um, he had a pretty decent day last week versus the bucks. I'm probably not going to add him unless I am completely desperate. Um, but if you're in a deeper league and you've been beat up by injuries or anything like that, it's a name. So if you're a Mike Davis owner, he's the number two. I have clearly said, I don't have confidence that Mike Davis can survive the season. Um, maybe he can with the current lower volume he's getting, but Add Patterson if you got Mike Davis. He's uh, he's the clear number two in Atlanta. Uh, shout out to Joe on this one. We talked about it briefly yesterday, but J.D. McKissick is another name. Um, he's clearly the Washington football team's third down back, and he's he was in on uh, I think about every uh, two minute drive, so he's involved in this offense. Um, I know Heineke likes to throw it down the field a little bit, but. Um, He's their pass-catching back. They're going to throw some stuff to Antonio Gibson, but it's not at the volume that I had hoped it would be. Um, So he's just kind of a nuisance that's uh, sticking around. Um, As far as tight ends, miserable position Uh, this week. It was just brutal. Shout-out to Ryan for his TJ Hawkinson love. He really looks like uh, an alpha clear top three tight end. You got Kelsey, you got Waller. Kittle's done nothing. Andrews has done nothing. It's been the uh, T.J. Hawkinson show up in Detroit, so shout out to Ryan. But anyways, if you're in a bind for tight end like I am in some leagues where I probably put too much stock in Cole Komet, um, maybe add the Cleveland tight ends. You got uh, another piece of news I didn't really touch on. I probably should have, but today, Jarvis Landry went on IR, so... Baker is down another pass catcher. I'm not sure about uh, OBJ when he'll be back, but um, you got a pretty beat-up receiving core there in Cleveland, and you got Hooper in and Joku, who both have been involved in the offense and could get an uptick in targets. So keep an eye on that as potential fillers for your tight end position. Um, Last guy that I wanted to touch on as far as waivers, um, he was actually claimed... For, well, not claimed, he was signed off the Bengals practice squad by the 49ers today at Jacques Patrick. He is an undrafted free agent from Florida State. He went and played for the Vipers and the XFL and then signed on the Bengals practice squad, um, I believe in 2020, and was on the practice squad all last year. And the 49ers signed him. Now, they didn't sign him to their practice squad. They signed him to the active roster. So... You know, they have Kerryon Johnson. They didn't elevate Kerryon Johnson. They added this guy. And they came, they brought in Duke Johnson and Lamar Miller and TJ Yeldon all in for tryouts. They didn't sign them. They signed this kid off the Bengals practice squad. So keep an eye on this kid. Um, he's a big dude, 6'2", 235. And we already saw that the 49ers didn't like giving Elijah Mitchell the goal line carries. That was going to Hasty. Well, Hasty is out now with, uh, with that ankle sprain. So Look for this kid to potentially be the 49ers goal back against Green Bay Sunday night next week. We know that the uh, Packers defense sucks. I love being able to say that, but it's not very good right now, so they're definitely susceptible to the run, especially versus the 49ers when you think about some of those Raheem Mostert games against the Packers, so people may not know about him that yet uh casual fans uh may not have heard of this guy if you can if you have a roster spot sneak this guy on your team he could turn into something um and i know that's not saying much with the 49ers backfield but this kid uh he has potential you know he's he's done a good job he played well in the X, XFL um so he's a big bruising back that could be the goal line guy there so Anyways, that uh, I think that does it for me. Um, touched on everyone that I wanted to. Uh, we apologize that we couldn't have more than one host today, but uh, we got the information out to you because that's what we do. So this is your uh, champion of the Garbage Time League, J.J. LaPlante, signing off on Garbage Time. Thanks, guys. My bad, guys. My bad. Almost forgot to tell you where to find us www.garbagetimeff.com. Leave us voicemails, leave us hate mails. Comment on this YouTube channel. If you're listening, obviously you know that you can get us on Apple Podcasts, Simplify, Spotify, Podify I'm making stuff up, but listen to us. We're pretty much anywhere iHeartRadio. Um, come find us. So thanks for listening, and now I'll let you get back to the sick outro video. Is it this way? I don't know. Oh.